Welcome back to Zero Correlation. I'm Cheryl Chufin, and as always, coming to you from my bathroom floor. Happy, happy new year, everyone. Happy 2021. We made it. We're here. Now let's see what happens. and Let's see what roller coaster of a year it is this year. Cannot wait to see what unfolds. Um, this week, it finally happened. My sore, raw throat and voice had enough, and I completely lost my voice. I lost my voice Thursday morning, and this is now being recorded on Sunday, so I don't know if you can hear that I'm still a little raspy. Um, It's obviously mostly back now, but I really was worried that I wouldn't have it back by Sunday, and I procrastinated doing the podcast so I didn't have to cancel this week because I was waiting for it to come back. It is like 97% back. I'm just a little raspy here and there. Um, But I was nervous that I wasn't going to be able to record the podcast and bring you premium content and to ring in 2021 really the best way. So clearly this is the first open miracle of 2021. And like the more I say 2021, wow, guys, we are in 2021, like finally. And it was a long time coming since March alone was like 37 years. And it was the slowest and fastest year of my life, like both at the same time. Like, I don't know. I just feel like the year now looking back went by so fast, but it also was so slow and so traumatic and so much happened. And it's pretty wild if you really think about it, that we're now in a new year. And not that I think a new year is going to miraculously change everything, but it's still new. I spent New Year's this year different than I ever have in my life. I got margs and tacos with a friend for dinner, like an early dinner. Um, I always want to bring in New Year's with margaritas and tacos. That should just be like a tradition from now on. And truth be told, I was asleep before 10. But then, even though I was off New Year's Day, I was up by 6. So that was a bit problematic. That's been happening to me a lot lately. I'm like passing out by like 10, 10, 30. And then even when I don't need to be, I'm up at the crack of dawn. So like my internal clock is like, let's get going, bitch. Start your day. Do things. Be productive. So, you know, my internal clock wants me to like, you know, seize the day and be a bad bitch. But... Yeah, I don't know. Started the year off with no voice, but I'll start off with Marg's pajamas and tacos. So really, like, it was a good New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. New Year's Day, I basically spent it as a housewife. I did laundry. I cooked. I cleaned. Um, So maybe that would be, like, foreshadowing for my year. Like, I don't know. But I am still teaching for the month of January. I'm still covering a maternity leave, which... Again, like I've said before, and I'll say again, teaching is exhausting. I've never been so tired in my life, and teachers really are the heroes of this world, like beyond, and I really just commend them from just being like them for two months. It's wild. And as much as children are like, you know, devils and demons, they're also so cute. When on Thursday, when I was trying to teach, I had no voice. So I told the kids, I said, you know, you have to listen to me extra and no talking. And one of the kids goes, guys, Maura Cheryl can't find her voice. Stop giving her a hard time. I'm like, you are such a little terrorist, but you're so cute. They were cute. They wrote me like get well soon cards. So 
I don't know. Not that it's a career choice for me in any way, shape, or form because I do not want to be a teacher long term. I really am finding it quite rewarding and I really am enjoying it. Overall, the kids are cute. They're little shits, but they're cute. And every time they learn something, I get so excited and I feel so much pride. I don't know. Definitely not a long term goal for me or anything like that, but I'm enjoying it for right now, which is definitely a plus. But something I realized for this year, let's just make it a realistic 2021. Let's not have unrealistic expectations of things. Let's just take everything day by day, week by week, month by month, and we'll get through it and it'll be better because anything will be better than 2020. So let's just walk into 2021 as the calm, collected, bad bitch that we all know we are. That's the energy we are walking in with. Calm, cool, collected, bad bitch on a mission. Remember, that's the vibe. I decided that my word for 2021 is rebuilding. This year is a, re- is a year for rebuilding in every way. Rebuilding my life, rebuilding my career, rebuilding myself rebuilding the world the whole world was set on fire this past year so we all need to rebuild but I don't know I just think that we need something to push us forward and to propel us forward and we might not be where we want to be right now and again like I've said in the past 2021 was not going to make that happen a new year is just that a new year that's why I don't believe in resolutions and I don't believe in saying I'm gonna be a better person because it's a new year New year, same me. But at the same time, we can take every new beginning as a chance to rebuild. And as much as as much as that's hard, it's also really comforting because one day you'll be exactly where you're meant to be. One day it will happen because where you are now was where you wanted to be at some point. And every day when you wake up, there you are. You're there. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you're fully following me, but I find comfort in knowing that one day, wherever you want it to be, you'll get there. And then one day you'll just be there because that's how life works. And I don't know. I guess I just need to keep finding things that bring me comfort and remind me that like life goes on. And again, that might just be me. But I also think that we need to learn to adapt to new situations in ways we never have before because that's how you rebuild. And then I also have to remind myself, you know, I was talking about having to remind myself to keep my mind and my body in the same place. Because if you really think about it, your mind is the place where everything begins and everything ends. Everything's in your thought process. So rebuild your life, whatever that may mean for you. Rebuild the world because it's on fire. Whatever that may mean for you. Just rebuild. I just think that's going to be my theme for 2021. And trust me, I'm sure shitty things will happen and I'll get set back. And who knows? This also could be a clusterfuck dumpster fire of a year. We have no idea because it's only January 3rd and nothing's happened yet 
or I don't, maybe I'm not up on current events. Maybe some shitty, crazy, wild thing has happened that I'm just not aware of. But I don't know. I just like to know that right now where I am was where I was hoping I was six months ago, eight months ago. I was the hottest mess six or eight months ago. I literally like was probably at the lowest I ever was. But then one day I woke up and here I was. So your mind is stronger than you think. Rebuilding my life, rebuilding everything. Because one day you wake up and that's just where you are. You know that guy you date that chased you and you kept blowing them off and they chased you and you kept blowing them off and then you finally gave in and then eventually you were so obsessed with them and you were so happy and you said to yourself, why did I keep blowing it off? Why didn't I allow myself to be happier sooner? Why was I being so resistant? And then you thought, okay, this is it. It's finally my turn. This is finally happening for me and this is what it feels like and this is it. And then... You break up and you're sad and you cry and you think you're never going to get over it. But then days pass and weeks pass and months pass. And every day you start to feel a little bit better. And that's not to say that you don't have setbacks and days where you feel awful. And then out of nowhere, you see a picture of them and you just don't feel sad anymore. You don't cry. You're not sad. And then you're just kind of like, wait, what? I dated that person? I was obsessed with him? Was I dropped on my head as a child or recently? And in that moment, that's when you realize that it just gets better. It gets better. It just does. You just know it in your gut. And you send them good vibes and you wish them all the best. Because if they weren't happy with you for whatever reason... You want them to be happy and you are happy that they're finding happiness somewhere else. And you just wish them all the good vibes. And then you're done. And you feel lighter. And it's just over. And you feel relief. Does anyone else ever feel like that? No? No one? Just me? Really just me? Okay, cool. Well... That was the gift 2021 has given me. And I believe that it's the gift that's going to keep on giving because I was kind of waiting for that to happen. And then it did. And I just felt better. And if you don't know my personal life and you have no idea what I'm talking about, that's fine. But if you do, if you know, you know. But I don't know. I just feel lighter. I feel like I'm going into 2021 in a lighter mood and I I feel freer I feel free from my own thoughts which is always a positive thing so I need to share that with everybody but to kind of switch gears a little bit if anyone has not watched Bridgerton on Netflix they must because it's the best show it's so amazing Shonda Rhimes made it she's great she did Grey's Anatomy scandal all that jazz But it's basically about high society in the 1800s in London, or England, I should say. I don't know if it's London specifically. And there's just one thing I need to share with everybody. When they are expressing their love and their desire and their need, they say, I burned for you. I burned for you. 
I burned for you will be the only acceptable form of someone saying I love you that I will be accepting from here on out. I love you will not will not be sufficient anymore. So, you know, if I get a boyfriend anytime soon, any of my followers or friends or best friends, just, you know, make sure you let them know that I, it's, I burned for you. Because if you don't burn for me, I don't want it. So men listening, women listening, up your game. Don't just say I love you. Let them know that you burned for them. Because is there really any better way to explain your passion, heat, devotion? I don't think so. So if they don't burn for me, I just, I just don't want it. I don't know who remembers, but a few weeks ago, I share explains ghosting again because I wasn't, I wanted just to review ghosting and I wasn't sure if I was being ghosted or mini ghosted or breadcrumbs or whatever you want to call it. But that guy that I was talking about, we can just call him, you know, lukewarm man, because that's what he is kind of. He's kind of lukewarm. I'm, I'm so perplexed and confused by him, but I'll get to that in a minute. We've been talking, texting for about a month, but again, like not consistent texting, like text, text, text so much. And then like he disappears for five days and then text, text, text so much. And he disappears. I'm like, just really weird. But like, again, like he doesn't owe me anything. So like, who cares if he keeps ghosting or mini ghosting or not ghosting at all? I don't, I still don't even know what to call it. Well, this week I finally met him in person for the first time. I don't know who here is not in New York, but New York's been freezing. And in New York City, you cannot do any indoor dining. So if you want to, you know, get dinner, grab a drink or anything like that, you have to be outside. And some places have great outdoor heating situations, but most don't. And even with it, you're still freezing. So like, who wants to do that? But me and this guy were supposed to go out to grab a drink Tuesday night. And in the end... He texted me. He's like, hey, it's freezing outside. No bad intentions at all, which I love that he had to add no bad intentions. But he's like, can we just, you know, grab a drink or something at your apartment or mine? Which, again, like, it's corona, it's winter, and, like, dating now is fucking weird. So I was, I totally agree with him, and I was totally okay with it. Like, I was like, yeah, no, totally. Like, I don't mind coming to your apartment. Like, it's fine. Because, like, ladies... Always go to the man's apartment first because then you can always leave. That is my rule of thumb and that is my advice to you all, all my single ladies out there. Go to their apartment first. And then he was such a gentleman. He's like, oh, okay, I'll pay for your Uber here. And then I played like, oh, you don't have to. And he's like, no, it's my pleasure. I'll pay for your Uber both ways. And like once they offer twice, like I'm going to give in. Like I'm like semi-unemployed still like you want to pay for my ubers both ways amazing so fine no problem we said what time he's gonna call the uber maybe like 15 minutes before he texts me and guys i don't think you're ready for this he asked me if i could bring a change of pants from being in the uber yeah you heard me correctly he asked me to bring not a whole change of clothes, but different pants because he didn't want the pants that was touching the Uber to be in his apartment and like on his couch. First of all, 
your pants cannot catch COVID. That's just A. B, what? Probably one of the craziest requests I've ever heard or ever gotten. And like, of course, it happens to me. But like, I played along, I gave in. I was like, okay, you can be a crazy person. Like, I will allow it. I'll bring like another pair of pants. Like, what the hell do I care? Later on, I learned that homeboy is a huge germaphobe when it comes to certain things like that. And he feels like he's justified now with corona. And granted, he also had his other reasons, which made it more reasonable and like fine, whatever. But have you ever been asked to bring a change of pants from an Uber or a subway to get to someone's house? Like, listen, I understand. I have a lot of friends like this that like, if you're in street clothes, they don't want you sitting on their bed. Or if you go on the subway, like they'll have like a sheet that they put over their bed when guests come over and like remove it because they don't want like that on their sheets. Listen, I get it. I'm not like that. I'm not a germy, but like I'm all about respecting other people and whatever. So yes, I brought a second pair of pants and changed in his bathroom, which is just so LOL and so comical. I'm like, it was just like the last really funny thing that happened in 2020. And it reminded me that, wow, that is something that would only happen to me. And it's so mean, like, duh, it happened. It was just one of those Cheryl moments. But back to my points, we finally met and I had a really good time. He's really sweet and he's really nice, much more shy and introverted than I am, which I guess you can say most people are shyer, more introverted than I am. But like, it was kind of cute and endearing. He was a total gentleman. He was so sweet. He's like a real adult. Like he has his life together and like is an actual adult, which is always refreshing because I feel like that doesn't happen often. But yeah, we had our first date and yeah, I don't know. I I guess we'll see where it goes. He's lukewarm, man, because even though in person he was so different than text, like he was so much warmer in person and like, like whatever, but still like the lukewarmness of like mini ghosting or not mini ghosting, it just kind of makes him lukewarm. But I totally like addressed him. I told him, I was like, I totally called him out. I was like, yeah, like you just keep ghosting me. He's like, I'm not ghosting you. I promise. He's like, I keep texting you first because I do want to talk. I was like, yeah, but then you just kind of fall off the face of the earth and disappear. He's like, yeah, I just have so much going on and I'm not going to tell his personal life on the podcast, but he does have a lot going on. So like, I'll give him that. Like a lot of shit is going down, but like still, I totally called him out on it. And so we had our first date. It was an apartment date, but it was still a date because like also it's Corona and it's winter and it's freezing. So like, I feel like these things can happen and it's fine. Um, but yeah, I was asked to bring a change of pants. Have you ever been asked to bring a change of pants? If you have, let me know. We can commiserate. Um, probably one of the crazier requests that I've heard probably ever. Um, if you have a crazier story, please let me know. I would love to hear and share it and all of that. But yeah, I was asked to bring a second pair of pants and I did it because why the hell not? It's your explaining. It's your explaining. She's gonna explain it to you. She's gonna explain it to you. It's your explaining. Since it is now the third day of 2021, January 3rd, I realized a whole new set of dating terms and slang are going to come out for 2021. I don't know if that's exciting or worrisome. 
I feel like every day dating only gets harder. With every passing day, it gets more complicated and more complex. And honestly, I never know which way is up. Like I just spoke about, mini ghosting guy, lukewarm guy. I don't know. Did he like me? Unclear. Will we go out again? Also unclear. But as the Wizard of Haas always says, and if you don't know who that is, that is Jared Freed and he's a godsend and hysterical. He always says, who cares about what the other person feels or thinks? Start thinking about how you feel after a date. Did you like them? Did you have fun? Do you even want to see them again? Stop putting all the cards in their hands. Stop putting the ball in their court. Stop caring if they liked you and worry about if you even liked them. Do you even want them to ask you out again? I guess I have no specific share explain this week. And this is more of like, you know, a rant stream of consciousness. But I'm excited and maybe a little nervous to see how 2021 affects dating and what it throws our way. Because 2020 totally fucked up dating. Like, beyond belief. Before 2020, social distancing wasn't a thing. Zoom dates, Zoom dates, sorry, that wasn't English, weren't a thing. Zoom breakups weren't a thing. Apocalypsing and turbo dating weren't things, or if they were, they weren't as prevalent and we didn't hear about them as much. Each new time frame in our life brings new things, the good and the bad. The same goes with dating, especially dating. So, I don't know, maybe... Corona will last the entire year. Maybe when more people get vaccinated by summer, it'll be more normal. Also, once it gets warm again, so like April time, dating will be better because you can be outside more. Who knows what 2021 is going to throw at us? Really, like, who knows? But if 2020 has taught us anything, we're nowhere, we know we're ready for it. We are more resilient now. We are more badass now. We are stronger. I'm all for the cliche these days. Whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Whatever dating is going to happen in 2021, we are so, so ready for it. Whatever new slang and terms come because of dating situations in 2021, we're ready for it. I will share explain them to you every single week. Every time I come across one, I will let you guys know and we will talk about it. By we will talk about it, I mean I will talk and you will listen But we are going to navigate dating this year. And if you're married listening to the pod, you can just laugh at all the trauma and drama that single people have to deal with. If you're dating someone not engaged yet, you can laugh too and feel relief that you're not dealing with it. I think share explaining is relevant for everyone and anyone. So just come along, enjoy the ride of my dating life in 2021. As always, drink your coffee, mind your business, wash your hands, do your squats, and always, always, always stay away from fuckboys. I'm Cheryl Chuvin. This is Zero Correlation, coming to you from my bathroom floor. Thanks for listening, and again, happy, happy new year.